like to welcome you to another episode of Money Matters Top Tips for Success, where each and every day I bring on new business owners, entrepreneurs, and executives and have them share their top tips for success with you. My name is Adam Torres. You can follow me on Instagram at Ask Adam Torres to keep up with my book releases, book tour schedule, signings, all that other good stuff. Always love to connect with you there. And as always, if you'd like to apply to become a co-author of one of my upcoming books, just head on over to the website, moneymatterstoptips.com, and click on Become an Author to Apply. All right, so today I have Claudio Juarez on the line, and he is the founder over at Gotham City Crew, which is a New York Jets fan club. And uh, just a quick disclaimer, Claudio is a longtime friend of mine. I've been trying to get him on the show to talk about Gotham City Crew and all the work they're doing. Claudio, welcome to the show. Hey, thanks for having me, Adam. Definitely uh, appreciate that. We're finally able to connect after how long? Quite oh my gosh! Years. <laughs> well, I'll tell you one thing. I've been watching the growth and the progress and all the things you're doing over at Gotham City Crew. And uh, not only am I a fan, but I'm excited for all the great things you have going on there. Um, and I want to get more into that. But before we do, let's get a yep. little bit more into your uh, background. For, um, so, how did you get started in business and in your career? I guess career-wise, um, went to Michigan State University. That's where we became friends, and then just really. I was a marketing major as an undergrad, actually blessed enough to go to school on an academic scholarship, not because I was smart, but more because I was misunderstood as a, a kid and got sent away to military school, so there was nothing else to do but study. So <laughs> that kind of that's how my path um took me to Michigan State and then after college I moved to New Orleans and was working in sales for craft foods and kind of the sales realm was just more, it was viewed as building relationships. And I loved that aspect of sales instead of having to to choose a career path that I would be in a cubicle just because I kind of all over the place. So just really being outside and speaking to different people at different times of the day, really, that's the part that the sales element that I like. So you are, in my opinion, I mean that whole idea of building relationships. So you're the ultimate um, relationship guy. And this was even from when we were when we were young little guys uh, at Michigan State. And I remember, I'm like, man, the reason I even, you know, pledged the frat Biota Alpha was because of talking to you and those and that feel for relationship and how you were building a community even way back then. Um, so yeah. you know, there's some there's some younger audience listening, and um, or even some you know more advanced audience that are that haven't really given that type of um, concept enough thought. What are your views on on building those those long lasting relationships in business, and what are your tips for kind of pulling off that what you do? Because I know it's hard to say, but you've been doing I've been watching you do it for a lot of years. Um, ooh, that's that's a tough question because I think for it's one of those where they're always you always hear kind of the inspirational folks where they're like, okay, come out of your shell and you know get out there and work in the areas that you're you feel that you struggle the most. But it's scary, it's intimidating to go up to somebody and say, hey, how are you doing? Look in their eyes and shake their hand. You know, it's also the grander next step where you look at the people that get on stage and you know they're they're one man show. You know, a good Another aspect to view is like, okay, stand-up comedy compared to like a group funny guy. There's so many different things to say, okay, well, how do you get to it? How do you do that? I really don't know if there's a formula for it. I think it's always even starting within kind of those that are closest to you. Everybody has a family member that they could 
say, what would you think of this, of me trying to open up a storyline? And then you have the commonality that your family, and I think a good starting point for anybody would be the things that you like. So there's people that love um, video games, you know, so there are these video game clubs that they could start getting out of the shell, but they're still in the shell because that's the world that they're in. And after that, maybe look to grow from there, but that might be a good starting point for some people. Some of these clubs, there's always those meetup.com groups that you can find similar interests. I mean, myself being, you know, big Jets fan, that's the connecting rod that you have with other people. And that's, that is spoken through love and passion. And from there you can start building your, your community and your, your relationships with others through commonalities. And then from there you can learn to, kind of get out of the the safe space to maybe start getting to other topics that you're not an expert in, not even an expert, but not comfortable in to possibly areas that you want to learn more about. Because if you go to somebody, hey, tell me how'd you get so passionate about the Jets? And they're like, oh, everybody's got a story of how they ended up where. Oh, man, I love it. And so really, um, just to recap, so, you know, use those relationship building training wheels. I I will label it that uh, as really just finding commonality with people um, where they are and where you are and finding those common bonds and links of, um, you know, whatever that may be for, in your case, the Jets, but there's a a ton of different ways. And after you're building on that relationship, maybe you take it to the next level if you like uh, and within your community and start introducing other things or other experiences and or products if you're a product person. So, no, I think it's great advice, Claudio. Um, let's uh, let's switch it up a bit. I want to get into what you're doing over at Gotham City Cruise. So for um, those that haven't heard of it yet, um, tell us a little bit more about the fan club, please. So Gotham City Crew is a New York Jets fan supporter club. So we are a community that's focused on the game day experience when the Jets are playing at home. We always host a, a tailgate. We also have apparel. Um, we do our in-house shirts. So fans can just really be part of the community. And then also in away games. A lot of times we'll travel to some of the away games and just um, bring Jet fans together. and um, just really a place for us to be happy and deal with the highs of being a Jets fan and with the lows of being a Jets fan. And it's really from just um, an idea to what it's become now to myself. We own the trademark for Gotham City Crew and blessed enough to have the partnership with New Era that that do ugh, that they do do our hats. So that's been a, a huge um, accomplishment in the progression of the the club. So I know you're, uh, and and just to talk a little bit broader, um, so I know you're also an expert in this fan club experience. I remember even when you first started uh, and you were talking about creating the club, and I I was in no way um, an expert in that area, and I'm looking at it, and you you did a lot of work and research and figured out how to really craft. So so some of the people listening, and especially the people that are part of Gotham City Crew and really active supporters might think that all of this is by accident, but I know a lot of strategy went behind how to actually, and a lot of thought that you put into it and your partners into um, into creating what you've been able to do to create this type of community centered around it, because it's not an easy feat. Can you talk a little yeah. bit more about what that looks like or what that kind of, what, what that means to you? I think as kind of the question, what it, what it means to me, it's 
best way, the word to describe it, it's passion. It's stuff I'm passionate about the New York Jets, the people who other fans that are Gotham City Crew supporters, they're passionate about the Jets. So it's it's common, having that commonality that links you to somebody else as they're on game day, but it's more building a community because you build relationships. I always go back to the relationships and the one thing myself that as we're getting, Adam, you're touching upon, okay, when it first started, you know, these tactics, what's going on. It's I've always been interested of how did somebody become a Jets fan, you know, because it is, it is uh, trials and tribulations throughout the years, the, the emotional highs and the deep emotional lows. But I would just always ask people, you know, how did you become a Jets fan? And then after that, I ask them, then, is it okay if I can document it? Because I find your story fascinating because the Jets, when they first started, they were the New York Titans. They were playing in the polo grounds in, in the city of Manhattan. And after that, they became the New York Jets and moved to Shea Stadium. And actually, when they were looking to name the team from the Titans to what became the Jets is the reason they chose the Jets is because they were playing next to LaGuardia Airport. But actually, Gotham was one of the names, the finalist names. But back in those early 60s, the name Gothic, they thought it was going to become a nickname for it and all of the the goth type of aura was seen as mm. such a negative thing. So hence they went with the Jets for the airport at LaGuardia. So as we were fast forward to many, many years, when I was searching the name, it was like Gotham City. Obviously you think Batman, but you think New York City. And then crew, you always had a crew growing up. And that was your boys, you know, either the bebop crew, which were the break dancers. I know even at Michigan State, they had a big crew that would break dance in some of the clubs. So that's hence the evolution of the name Gotham City Crew was because of the name attachment that it could have been the Gothams, and then it became Gotham City Crew for us. And then in 2017, applied for the trademark and actually um, had some opposition along the way with DC Comics and the Empire State Building and um, further time and and it came to fruition that was granted the trademark. So pretty awesome. Oh, man. And I didn't know that story. I, I love doing this podcast. I learn something new every day. Go figure. And you teed, yeah. up, and you teed up my next question, so thank you for doing my job for me, Claudio. So I have to ask, how did, how did you become a Jets fan? What's your story? So I was never an I'd say American football fan because, my family's from your. My dad's side is from Uruguay, and my mom's side is from Guatemala. And then, growing up, we were purely a a football soccer household, so never really paid attention to it or even any other sports besides soccer. So, growing up around, I would say about thirteen years old, I was just like you kind of had to start picking one because it was always the Jets and the Giants, so you had to choose a side. So a lot of the neighbor, they were Giants fans. And I was like, eh, I don't want to be like them. So I quote unquote <laughs> chose the Jets, but it was really more like a fair weather fan. You're like, oh, it's on TV yeah, or whatever. You're, I'm 13 years old. So I'm like, oh, whatever. And then the Jets used to practice at Hofstra University in Long Island. And when they drafted some of the players there, like Kevin Mawai from the Seahawks, 
they got Chad Peddington um, from 97, 98, 99. They started acquiring these players, and actually the players went to the same church that I attended. So that's kind of how I was like, okay, I'll be a full-blown Jets fan. So that's from fair weather to just eh, anti-neighbor to then becoming a a super um, choosing a side. And then I really became a a diehard, diehard. I guess it was definitely at Michigan State because you're representing your teams even more because there were so many people from – Detroit, so big time Lions fans and other sports fans, so you're more prideful for your team to defend it and just kind of go bantering back and forth. So I would say in college it became a whole nother level. And then after college, moving to New Orleans, it's, you're defending it even more. So that's how I became a super fan. And then fast forward to the club, I was traveling to Pittsburgh to see the Jets with my buddy Hector. You see pockets of Jets fans throughout. You're kind of like, why isn't everybody together? I called up Jets. I'm like, hey, who's your fan supporter club? Because fan supporter clubs are part of the soccer life. That's what keeps the team going. They've been around forever, and that's where the concept came from. And the Jets didn't have one, and, and even the traveling pack didn't have one, and hence the wheels started going that in 2015. The Jets got Todd Bowles as a coach. They got Brandon Marshall. Um, and just really started getting some hype, and people were like, hey, can I get your home opener tickets? I'm like, hell no, and then called the Jets, <laughs> find out how much to add, because <laughs> I was like, finally, <laughs> no, the hype is there, and then called up the Jets, similar to Costco, the more ticket purchased, the individual price goes lower, um, print my own T-shirt, so we kind of did it there, and then from there, the the seeds were planted back from 2012 going just curious where's the fans and why aren't they all tailgating away games together to creation 2015 and I would say it really took off in 2017 with really starting to pay attention to social media and just starting to connect with people and it's always been the focus of fans never look at me look what I'm doing as a fan it's always been look at this fan this is their story this is how they celebrate so Man, I love it. Um, so, Claudio, if somebody's listening to this and uh, and they didn't even know God City Crew existed and they're a Jets fan or they just want to learn more about what you're doing, um, yeah. what's be- what's the best route for them to follow up and to follow? Definitely, um, obviously, all the social media portals such as Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, they're all the same at Gotham City Crew. And then our website is GothamCityCrew.com where folks can find apparel and tailgate um, passes as well as what we do full game day outings, which are tailgate, the game ticket, and then a, a T-shirt and a commemorative item. Sometimes we get on the field, post, or pregame. So just really all about the experience, about being a Jets fan. Awesome. Well, hey, Claudio, really appreciate you coming on the show today and uh, and uh, sharing more about all the great work you're doing over at Gotham City Crew um, and all the great fun you're having doing it. Um, And to the audience, as always, thank you for tuning in. I hope you got a lot of value out of this. If you did, don't forget to subscribe to the podcast. Uh, Leave me a review on the Apple iTunes store. Uh, Share this with your friends and family. I mean, do all those great things we do to support our podcasters. I really do appreciate it. It means a lot to me. Um, And, Claudio, thanks again for coming on the show. 